Good morning, California. Welcome back to Two Cents for Conversation. I'm your host, BJ. This is the second episode of me trying to launch a podcast and just voicing my opinions on the observations that I'm making on the world around me. Um, This podcast is brought to you by Celebration Shop in Arcadia. Um, Get your boutique needs. If you don't feel comfortable going into a nasty-ass mall, you know, hit me up. Stop by my shop. Get yourself something cute. A lot of things for the ladies. A lot of summer dresses. We even got stuff for the fellas. Um, So let's jump into it. Um... What's kind of racking my brain today is everything that's happened around with Black Lives Matter, police injustice, George George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery. In my last podcast, I made a mistake of saying that all of this was happening in Missouri. I want to correct myself. It was actually Minneapolis, um, apparently, and my correction on that, I... I didn't know I'm taking this whole situation in doses because it's tiring. It's tiring seeing it. It's tiring fighting about it. And it's tiring to digest and process it in the best way that I can. Um, This is America. In the famous words of Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, this is America. Um, we have policemen that, you know, disproportionately abuse their power with African Americans and minorities, and, um, they abuse their power, they murder innocent people, and I say murder because fuck the bullshit of it was an accident, and we don't know what happened, and... The victims didn't do A, B, and C, or they were doing A, B, C, and D. They didn't comply. Fuck any of that. Fuck it. Because you want to know something? Motherfuckers can go to federal buildings with assault rifles, looking like they about to go to war, protesting over dumbass masks and being healthy, and yet police be like oh i had no other choice but to use deadly force which is complete bullshit so i say murder because i'm not playing into the what ifs or it could have been or well he didn't or she didn't because it happens to women too black women too um and you know it's it's a lot to process every time it happens it gets harder and and, you know as you get older as I get older it becomes more and more difficult to process because as I'm getting older and as I'm trying to settle and make a family of my own do I have to wonder about this in the future and I'm, I'm of course the answer is of course you know that's ridiculous but what I'm saying is The more and more you see it and the older you get and the more conscious you get of it, 
you know, you really feel like it, it gets closer and closer to your doorstep every day. Um, my personal experience, I don't have one yet, thankfully. And I try to not put myself in positions to be in a position like this. Um, thankfully, every time I had to interact with the police, it was civil. Everything will be cleaned up properly. No problems whatsoever. I will acknowledge that. Um, but my my man, my current man, you know, he's dealt with this as a black man in America. And it's it's a scary story to hear. Long story short, you know, it was just bad place, wrong time things. Not not even bad place, wrong time, just wrong time and wrong situation you know, partying, having fun, drinking, but my dude was arrested and pinned down in front of his house over literally nothing. The police off, you know, on one side of it, yes, he could have just went back in the house. And this is all in retrospect, looking back on everything, because this happened, um, I want to say almost 10 years ago, coincidentally, when the 49ers Last went to the Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick. So funny, you know, it's funny how things play into each other in a story. But when the last this happened on the Super Bowl night when Kaepernick was in the Super Bowl and they lost to the Baltimore Ravens, um, my man, he had gotten arrested. It was a whole situation. Um, The policeman, he used unnecessary force. And by the grace of God... You know, my man is big and strong enough that he had to pin the police officer down his damn self so that the police officer could not grab whatever and whatever he would have grabbed. Um, when my man told me this story, it was heartbreaking because you never have to think that you you usually in your life, you will never have to think if I let go of this person's hands or wrist or arms, if I let go from restraining this person, they will kill me. And that's what happened. He restrained the police officer um, to protect himself. And he told, you know, from the story he told me, he was like, I'm not going to, I wasn't going to let the cop go because I knew if I let him go, he would do whatever they fucking do, which whether it's beating somebody or shooting somebody, and he was like, I kept him restrained until backup came. That way there would have been no problem. There, there was going to be no um, miscalculations. There's going to be witnesses, all of that. So he told, you know, from the story, he told me that he held on to this cop for at least 45 minutes um, before backup came and handled the situation properly and you know they let him go and he got a you know ultimately he was charged with a misdemeanor and he got it all cleaned up and it you know it was it it ended up being a very petty charge nothing that's gonna follow him or nothing that follows him or makes employment difficult nothing like that nothing was charged directly but you know he does have aches and pains in his neck where the cop restrained him to this day and i will go out to say that somewhat is a little bit of pst behind that ptsd behind that i'm sorry 
And, you know, he doesn't tell me yet, but as his partner, as somebody that's with him a good majority of the time, when he talks about it, I can see it. When things like this happen, I can see it in his, in you know, in his demeanor and in his, you know, having the conversation with him. I, I, I see the PTSD and, or the, and the, you know, the, the trauma and the, the the disbelief in it when I have this when we have these conversations and it's tiring it's very tiring and it's it hits different when you know that it's already hit close to home or when you know it's even happening in your own city I can only imagine you know thankfully I live in California where it's pretty much of a big blue bubble and we stomped out this shit with the the riots back in the day okay california cops i'm sure there's some dirty cops still out there i'm pretty sure there's there's somebody still dealing with some bullshit in california i'm not gonna sit there and say oh it's absolutely cleaned up out here no i'm not saying that by all means but you know with the new technology and cameras recording and things actually getting out in the open coincidentally this shit ain't happening where there hasn't been any riots. I haven't seen no riots in them southern states. And I don't, I'm not from the south. I've never been in the south. I don't know. You know, I would like to think I would understand the culture is. But I understand that it's a totally different culture down there. And niggas is wild in the south. I get it. Things are definitely different. But I'm just saying... In these states, there's a common denominator with these states and with this, where these incidences are blowing up and when they're where they're happening. And the incident and I'm talking about just the incidences that we see as the public and with the social media outrages that these are all this is all shit that's happening in places where the state hasn't gotten that shit under control whether they don't want it to be under the control or whether they don't care about it or whatever it ain't happening it's happening where the people didn't burn the bitch down and we burned our shit down in california so th- i would like to i really do feel like they know a little bit more better out here um rest in power to george floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and the other innocent victims that are met with an untimely death due to police brutality and abuse of power. Um, you know, I wish we can do more. I wish we can bring them back if it was on some bullshit. But unfortunately, you know, we just have to take it and, you know, learn from it, unite be aware of it and we can solve the problem whichever way comes to us better um so that this is this this is how i'm this is just a process that i'm going through this morning seeing the comments and seeing um you know how everybody's feeling about everything i just you know these are just my two cents of it um as I said in the last podcast, where's the consequence? That's what I'm waiting on. I'm not going to spend my energy. And I'm not saying I'm not going to as in a defiance way. I'm just saying I, I physically can't spend my energy being outraged when 
you know, there's so much more that needs to be done about it. Like we've just, it just started. We just getting started with this whole situation. So I'm trying to save my energy for when it's really going to count. And it's really going to count when we see what the fuck they do to these cops that killed this man. And I don't, I don't, I don't feel bad about the riots as a part as a co-owner of a store, as a co-owner of their own small business, you know, I understand the damage a riot can cause. And I understand that, you know, violence is eye for eye does not always work. But my my motto for today was if you're so if a person is so concerned, because this is a response to a post I saw, um, a guy posted you know why riot why loot why destroy a whole city um you know will justice come out that way and probably not there i mean i think there will be some justice because they're going to notice the whole fucking city is burnt down and they going to realize that it was their fault this bitch got burned down because they shouldn't have been hiring fucking cops that don't know what the fuck they doing but um you know, he asked why burn the city down and make the city and the people pay for something like an individual or individuals did. And I don't give a fuck. You want to know why? And I'm even saying this as a co-business owner. It's my mother's store, but my mother is my mother. So it's fucking, it's going to be mine one 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 of these days. I'm playing a part in it. I'm supporting her. I'm doing her website. I pay for her website. This bitch is part of me too. So for the sake of conversation, this is, uh, I'm a co-owner of the store, but, um, you know, and I even say this as a, as a business owner myself, like to dance to hell with it because a city, if a city does not take care of its people, then what the fuck do, should the people care about the fucking city for, you know, if their jobs as police officers was to, is to protect and serve you know, our tax money is what's putting food on their motherfucking table. Our tax money is what's paying these bullshit ass union dues. Um, it's our tax money that pays for all of this. It's our tax money that's in a, that's going to end up paying for his fucking lawyer. It's our tax money that's going to pay for the prosecution. It's our tax money that's going to run this whole court where these men are going to be trialed, hopefully. And it's our tax money that is at the root of all of this. So therefore, the city and these institutions have an obligation to do right by its people. And acting like black people do not have that fucking right is where the problem is. And... It, 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 it's ridiculous. Black people have built this country. If, if people, if white people want to tell us to get over slavery, they need to get over the fact that they got to treat us to a higher standard because we built this motherfucker. If you go and acknowledge slavery, acknowledge what the fuck slavery did. And what it, what it was is it built this fucking country on our, on black people's backs. And to act like this ain't got, to act like that doesn't play any that doesn't add validity to our place in America is ridiculous and and that's what I get when I hear the 
the excuses on behalf of the cops or the excuses of or the judgment on how people are reacting to this it it just it just goes back to you're not acknowledging on what the fuck the problem is which is that we are not being treated as the people that built this fucking country and you know my justice goes for the to the black and red man it really do because this country was taken from the red man this country destroyed the red man they still are they still looking for indians in the words of the great paul mooney they still looking for indians that's why they asking all that's why they ask you all your fucking native american shit let me find out i got some indian blood in me one way or another i ain't telling no fucking body like they don't need to know that shit nobody need to know that because they're gonna come looking for you um but you know I make these points with a very heavy heart because it doesn't make sense of why, you know, this type of these type of behaviors are allowed and looked over. And I'm making a whole podcast about this because this type of shit, because the a, a, a black person's plight in America is is so a black person black culture and i say black culture meaning black women black men um whatever we bought to american culture whatever it's when it whatever you want to call it music fashion beauty all of that black culture in an entirety people and what people what black people bring to america we are so abused and it's so sad and it's so frustrating and we're abused on several on several topics and i'm i'm and you know what i'm going to talk about i'm not never mind the physical brutalities of it we can because that can be a whole conversation that's just beating a dead horse at this point we all know that story we all know that physically we are an abused people from day one I'm not even going to touch on that. It's going to waste time. We already know. You can, and if you don't know, take a high school history book, turn to what? Chapter fucking four or five. That's usually what it is. And look up American slavery. And there you go. There's, that's all the case that you need for that section of. That's all you need to see for in terms of physical abuse. Um, but I want to talk about why you know how every little thing does intertwine with each other when it comes to black culture and abusing black culture and how black culture is being abused to different things and how it all relates to each other and forgive me if you you know if you think that i'm talking complete bullshit if you think that i don't know what i'm talking about that's perfectly fine these are just my opinions this is just two cents for conversation you could take it with a grain of salt or you can fuck with and rise with it. If you rise with what I'm about to preach out, you know, give me a like, sub, uh, subscribe to this podcast. I guess that's what the end goal is to get more of an audience. Um, you know, comment. You know, we can start up a movement or something. I don't fucking know. But this is, this is what I'm going to try. So, it, so these are just going to be my opinions. But... So, I don't know where to start. Let's see. We can start... Sorry, I'm opening clothes. I'm merchandising. Um, At the store, we got short camo... 
uh, army green shorts with the camel belt with it for $30. Small, medium, and larges. We got rompers. We got jumpsuits. We got summer dresses. We got stuff in plus size. We got a lot of stuff in plus size, actually. So, for my, you know, for my big, beautiful women out there, we got you. We specialize in plus size couture, actually. Um, if you gained a little weight after quarantine, because you can't eat nothing pretty much good, um, you know our plus sizes, they're not obnoxious. You can fit them even if you're just a little over a large. Like, if you need an extra large, we have it. Like, so definitely stop by if you need some plus size couture, if you need something to keep your curves and your fluff looking cute along with you. Um, as I digress, though. Um, where should we start? We should start, let's start with, so this is the different approach I want to take for police brutality. I want to talk about where is the consequence? Never mind the intention. We get it. It is what it is. The nigga kneeled on his neck when he didn't fucking have to. He wanted to kill that man. It is what it is. There's no if, buts, period, period. In the words of city girls, period. He wanted to kill that man. Um, so we're not even going to talk about intentions. But the abuse comes when what I feel is the next abusive thing, what, what I feel is mentally abusive is that they're not there. I, I honestly do have pessimism with how they're going to handle this i am pessimistic about it i truly am i don't think they're gonna i think they're gonna give these cops a slap on the wrist like they always do and i don't think they're gonna hold any of those other officers accountable or they're gonna get even smaller tap on the wrist because they you know directly weren't involved they were just there and didn't do shit but i'll i'll save my reservations for how they handle everything before before i even think about cheering for justice okay um it's mentally abusive that they are it's mentally abusive that they don't hold them accountable for what they did and it's mentally abusive that and and it's mentally abusive that they're going to insult our intelligence by trying to justify all of this. So I want to start with that. I don't, I haven't looked into why this man was arrested, why George Floyd was arrested. I, I'm not sure. Um, but regardless of it is, he didn't deserve to get killed. He was already in handcuffs from what I've seen, from the little bits that I have seen. He was already in handcuffs, and it is what it is. Put him in the back of the squad car and take him downtown. End of discussion. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is... So, I'm not going to put his name out there because I'm not going to make this little piece of shit famous. But we're going to, I guess for the sake of argument, we're going to call him... Uh, Ratty rat, the rat, the colorful rat. Everybody wants to justify his bullshit and 
be entertained by his trolling and be entertained by what he does and that shit's some bullshit too whoever does and i even seen black people fucking try to justify his bullshit not a lot but i have seen a good portion try to justify his bullshit and not and i don't want to say justify and take a, and put words in people's mouth saying like he 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 should have done what he've done i think everybody unanimously unanimously does acknowledge that that little piece of shit was in business he had no business being in and couldn't handle and he shouldn't have done it in the first place unanimously i think that's everybody agrees on that but to all those who say oh he had a point and what would you have done i think is ignorant as fuck and it's and it's an appropriation abuse of black culture because he is in hip-hop he is a rapper he was connected to big names um you know a boogie Nicki minaj kanye you know he 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 profits he's profited and this goes for anybody that fucking profits off of black culture and appropriates black culture for profit through music or whatever he's attached to black names and he appropriates the culture he's in the culture you know, he tried to claim Puerto Rican for a little bit just to get the little bit of the Puerto, Afro-Puerto Rican support. Um, you know, says the N-word. He, he's in the culture, apparently. This is some bullshit because anybody that's defending him is not realizing that it's deeper than just, oh, well, what would you have done if they did A, B, and C, and D to you? First of all... As a gangster, and as somebody who partakes in criminal activities, anybody you're doing with those criminal activities with, you have to be prepared for the fucking worst case scenario of the motherfuckers, okay? Um, a criminal does criminal shit, and a criminal can flip on you like that. Sure, some motherfuckers are loyal to the end. Sure. That's not everybody. Sure, there's degrees of it. But you should always assume that a motherfucker who does sketchy shit 24-7 is eventually going to do sketchy shit to you. Well, even for women, if you're fucking a nigga that does sketchy shit, you have to be prepared that he's going to do sketchy shit to you. Even, even though you're busting the pussy out for him. Niggas don't give a fuck. And I say niggas in the sense of ignorant ass motherfuckers that ain't doing nothing with them fucking selves. Niggas don't give a fuck. Um, so to think that these niggas was going to pay him any type of loyalty to the fucking end is ridiculous. It's rare when you can even find somebody pay loyalty to you to the fucking end. Look at marriages. Marriages the fucking divorce all the time because motherfuckers don't want to be loyal. So, and that's supposed to be, and that's loyalty by fucking law. So you ain't married to these motherfuckers. If a married motherfucker don't know the meaning of loyalty, how the fuck do you expect a gutter ass nigga to? So... You jump into that shit with your work mindset. How many of us go to work and be like, these motherfuckers ain't my friends. They're my coworkers. After I clock off, I'm done with them. Same fucking thing you need to jump into when doing criminal activities. Whoever you're doing criminal activities with, you, in my personal opinion, you need to ride solo. If, if you ask me, if I'm doing anything, I'm having my main fucking spouse 
and I'm riding fucking solo unless I don't, unless I actually need some muscle. And guess what? I'm not putting any, I'm not about to be liable for any motherfucker. So, motherfuckers don't, if I'm in charge of some shit, motherfuckers is gonna take the charge for me. That's just if I had, if I was setting shit up. Um, second thing is, so we got this, we got the rat profiting trolling making a name off of our names all this shit right claiming us all this shit using the n-word all this shit then gonna turn around lock up black men get black men locked up by involving them in shenanigans and i'm not trying to excuse them niggas is grown niggas know what the fuck they doing niggas know who the fuck they with they should have spotted that nigga. They should have peeped him from the jump. I don't know what they thought was going to come out of hanging around with a nigga with colorful hair, but whatever. Not, I'm not trying to take any blame off of them. I'm just saying. He gets black men locked up. He gets more black men locked up. And now he's profiting off of the outrage. And it's some bullshit because everybody that's claiming he had a point they're not looking deeper into it first of all historically speaking black people don't fuck with snitches because of uncle tom ass shit house nigga shit we don't fuck with snitches because of that so for black people for any black person that justifies six nine is on some subconsciously would be okay with some uncle tom shit because you'll sell out your nigga to not get whipped and that's low and grimy too so what you gonna say to that same fucking type of shit same shit so snitching culturally is something black people do not fuck with um so for black people to defend him for snitching or for black people to entertain this nigga about snitching is a slap in the face culturally from that historic viewpoint that's my first problem second thing is with the snitching when we look at it in a third let's look at snitching from a different viewpoint snitching is what causes the is a good cause of police brutality especially snitching from white women no shade to my white ivory sisters that are down for the cause that love beautiful black people that love everybody i'm not talking about y'all if it, the shoe don't fit don't get offended if it's giving somebody else blisters um i'm not talking about y'all y'all my ivory sisters i love y'all y'all's gucci i'm talking about the ones that don't understand it and there's way more of y'all than it is um we need to get a we need to get a good white girl nickname. We need to not get a you know the opposite. What's the anti Karen and Susie? I'ma call her Rebecca because every Rebecca I know is fucking nice. So we not talking about Rebecca's. We're talking about Becky's, Karens, and Susie's. Rebecca's cool. I'm coining that. Rebecca's are cool because every Rebecca I fucking know that's a white girl is usually cool, and they usually got a good head on their shoulders. So we gonna oh no we can't use Becky because that Rebecca because that's the long term of Becky um what's a good white girl name uh hmm who's a white girl that i like i guess sandra we gonna call a good white white girl sandra like sandra bullock sandra bullock's always with the shits okay sandra 
I'm not talking about the Sandras. Sandras are usually cool. Becky's, Susan's, and Karen's can eat a dick. Um, a dick with pimples at that. So, Becky's, Karen's, and Susan's have been snitching on us, too. And caused deaths of Emmett Till. If you believe it, OJ's situation is because of a fucking Becky. That nigga hasn't been the same since he's gotten with Becky, Tiger Woods, the list goes on. Not saying that those are direct snitching, but you know, you're getting the gist of what I'm trying to say. But um, for, for the case of the snitching, mostly white women are the worst the worst part of it so you got snitching you got white women snitching getting black men killed historically speaking i'm pretty sure it still happens to a lower degree so every motherfucker is gonna we forgetting laughing at the rat we forgetting that snitching is an actual life endangerment problem so it's not even about the oh what did they do to him to make him snitch it's just the fact that on one side, on one part, if you are doing something that you're not supposed to be doing, you need to chalk up that L. And then the other part is, if it ain't in your fucking business, and if ain't nobody bothering you, leave them the fuck alone. Okay? Because calling the police is is life endangerment at this point. So, that's two strikes on culturally why snitching is ridiculous um what was my third point going to be so we'll just start with that we got this little piece of shit profiting off of snitching and we get in killed by the police who who responds to snitching that's where i'm going with this and then we get situations where police kill people because of unnecessary snitching. And the thing is, and, and oh, this is what I'm, the point that I'm getting to. Everybody wants to make this nigga infamous. Infamous. Keyword, infamous. And er, certain people want to make this nigga infamous and humor him and give him airplay and not let him shut the, and not give him a reason to shut the fuck up um thinking that it's cute and we got we're sitting here and we can and we all know that snitching really cost black lives and the fact that he's profiting that off of black people and off of the black culture is sickening um it, it may it, it makes me feel icky Okay, it's nasty. Put some Lysol on it. Let's dip it in some fucking bleach and be done with it. Because it's grimy. And that's, that's my biggest part. It's like, we got snitching that really cost people their lives. Or we can have a situation where getting the police called or getting the police called can cause somebody's untimely death. Most likely a black person's untimely death. And we're going to sit here and act like it's fucking cute. No. No, 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 I don't think so. That's why anybody who thinks that that little piece of shit had a right for snitching can eat a dick because calling the police when there is a problem with how police handle their situations clearly 
is y'all ain't y'all don't care about the culture y'all don't give a fuck about it so anybody that's sitting here trying to give him credit wherever the fucking credit they feel like is due you can kiss my ass and especially if you want to feel that way and then dip your toes and play in black culture you can kiss my ass too because calling the police cost black people their lives okay so we got that part so this little piece of shit is profiting off of that and it's kind of like it, it, it's abuse it's abuse um it's it, it's a and oh also we have to acknowledge that that little piece of shit got his deal because he wasn't black black people we gotta vet who we make famous who we who we give airplay to who we put up i don't want to say put on the pedestal because i don't really believe anybody puts anybody on a pedestal realistically speaking but whoever we bring into the light we need to start vetting them more because they're taking from our culture they're profiting off of things that make our that are damaging to our culture and you know it 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 has to stop at some point if we want to get anywhere and that's just you know that's just how i personally feel and i and i really do mean this on his specific case because he is non-black he profits off of the negative aspects of our culture of black hip-hop culture and and even gangbanging culture because that is part of black culture um and it's just did a whole 360 from when it started but we could get into that on a different day and you know he he's profiting off of our negatives he's making our negatives look cute and all the while there's no way anybody any black person in his shoes could get away with what he the fuck gotten away with if it was anybody if it was bobby schmurder if it was chief keys if it was any other little young nigga out here doing the same thing that that little piece of shit did they wouldn't have gotten the deal they fucking got it if they even snitched so let's stop acting like he does not have some type of white privilege okay he he clearly does because nobody else would get that type of deal that he fucking got so it's insulting because he's making it seem like he's justified in his actions but not realizing that he has white privilege and financial privilege to get out the situation he got in because he got money to be he has money to relocate and move around and be locked up in a big ass mansion on house arrest or on probation whatever the fuck he's on and not have to deal with the outside world but when we really do have people that end up snitching they're not they don't have that luxury usually if you're at that point in your life getting red the feds raiding you taking everything you got locking motherfuckers up putting you in the position for you to snitch to the feds usually you're fucking destitute by that point so let's not act like if anybody did what he did would get the same fucking treatment because they fucking wouldn't they would not 
Okay, he has a lot of financial and white privilege working in his face. Yeah, he Mexican and Puerto Rican and all that, but guess what? He's fucking fair-skinned, and corporations are fuck with that more than a good black person, a good a black person that's doing what the fuck they're supposed to be doing. They would rather have a little fair-skinned person acting a goddamn ass in the world rather than give light to somebody who's doing what the fuck they're supposed to be doing. And that's privilege in its fucking self. And, and there is nothing you can tell me that is inaccurate about that. Okay? So if anybody else did what the fuck 6ix9ine did, oops, then they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't get the come up that he did. And that's in no way of, that's no way giving him props because he's getting it because it's nothing but everybody looking at a train wreck so this is not even love and admiration this is just giving light to watching it's like watching jerry springer like nobody's watching jerry springer because they want to see how jerry fucking helps people no they're watching jerry springer because they want to see somebody act the fuck out and some crazy shit happen dead ass so that's just, he just has a Jerry Springer type of fucking um, appeal to him. Just trash TV. I'm just tired of it being monetized and be, and him claiming the culture and still doing culture as shit and being able to profit from it. Whereas if somebody actually from the culture were, were to do what he did, it would in no way get the type of traction he fucking gets. Because look at look at I mean look at Kanye for example. Okay, God bless his, God bless him, God bless him, because I really do feel that Kanye has mental health problems, I'm praying for Kanye, Donda West, I be really feeling like she's saying, don't give up on my baby, you know, because I really do feel that Kanye has mental health, real mental health problems, and he's trying. I could tell that, for me personally, I can tell that Kanye is trying. He's trying to make sense of everything. He's just probably gone through a lot and doesn't know how to process everything on his table. And that's why he acts the way he does. But as I digress, if Kanye, Kanye is acting out in his own way. And he's not doing anything to any of the caliber as the rat. Kanye is, he's acting out, but he's not, he's not endangering anybody. He's not putting anybody in jail. So I'll bet it's a less degree of a situation. But it's the same situation as you got Kanye acting a whole fucking fool and at least trying, in his own way, trying to help the culture. He's trying to help. He has good intentions. He just doesn't know the best way to make those intentions happen. But regardless, um, he does have better intentions than that rat will ever will for the fucking culture. And we shun him and we throw stones at him and we outcast him and look at him like a crazy ass motherfucker. But we're so easy to be entertained by that piece of shit. You see what I mean? So it's like, you know, we got to wake up. We got to wake up. We got to wake up and we got to really see who we're giving the attention and the focus to because a lot of, a lot of that, you know, even though that rat situation doesn't have anything directly to do with what's going on to, 
um, the George Floyd case and Black Lives Matter, it, it, it brings it to a head because he's encouraging behavior that ultimately will encourage this type of shit to keep happening or his behavior encourages the the outlook to continue to be the same if that makes any sense tell me if it does or doesn't i don't know but i'm just rambling but he he's not doing anything that will help change the outlook and that's why i feel like that conversation it like that's why i feel like it can be part of the conversation even though it's entertainment versus reality is because entertainment sets the tempo of how we act and feel it really does what you know what our fashion and how we look at the world and what we react to and what gets what gets us riled up um it all plays a part of it and so people who are excusing six nines behavior without acknowledging the points that i made earlier in regards of snitching and bringing the police into situations because and bringing the police who don't look out for us into the situation it, it all comes full circle because the rapper, the raptress, Remy Ma, she made an excellent point. And I keep on, and I, and I, and I put this on, I, you know, not the, um, what's the call it? Um, you know, it's a, I'm a broken disc about it, but she made an excellent point. She said, because he got away so easily from snitching, you know, did he learn any consequences? Did he learn his lesson? Did he learn that? You know, did he learn anything good that he can flip this and make it positive and productive? No, because he still he came right out talking shit and acting a goddamn fool like he normally does. So him getting off early didn't teach him shit. And that's what I'm saying. This this is a system that does not want to reform people or make anything better. It just wants to profit off of us. Easy work, um, unpaid labor you know population control all of that plays into the judicial system and all of that it all goes into it you guys can figure out the rest i'm it's totally different topic for a different day you know we can do a whole fucking week presentation on systematic injustice with the judicial system and prisons and all of that we can we can talk about that a whole week straight with no breaks and still wouldn't cover the fraction of it there's so many variables to it but for the sake of simplicity we're gonna stick to this one okay it's not reforming this system isn't made to reform anybody so we're encouraging him and we're entertain we're giving we're giving him the audience to mock something that is really ruining people's lives that's really putting people in danger which is really killing our people and he's making a joke out of it and that's why i feel like it's very connected because he's making a fucking joke about it he's making a joke about people calling the police and the, and what happens when you call the police and not acknowledging that motherfuckers can call the police and then the police can totally fuck up and then you're dealt with a whole different situation you're we're going to ignore the fact that that bitch in central park was trying to be a snitch on nothing and all that happened and it was a false police report and all that other shit him getting away with and being able to snitch his way out of all that shit gives energy to that type of reaction and that's why and and that's why i feel like it's all 
it's all connected because it all produces the outlook that causes the bigger problems so you know we need to stop letting we need to we need to really vet who we're representing in the culture because not representing because I don't think anybody has him as representation. I'm not saying it like that, but who we give the energy to in the culture is, you know, to me, what can make a difference. Um, so it, it, it all connects to each other sooner or later down the line. And, you know, it's, a, it's such, it's so tragic. And, we have people abusing our this culture. We have people abusing our culture for their own gains while it's essentially dying. You know, the people if the people of the culture keep dying, then the culture dies with it. It is what it is. Okay? Um let's see. What else is on my mind? So it it you know I don't know. It's a lot. Um, we have... Oh, here's another thing that we can bring it to, ahead to. The whole Doja Cat thing. Ah, I'm kind of... I have my mixed... I don't want to say mixed feelings. I already feel what I feel about her. I'll have. I have mixed reactions. Long story short, she got caught up because... She does a lot of questionable, she does, she's done quite racially questionable music. Um, she's been caught up in chat rooms with fucking racist ass white virgins and all that shit. Incels, that's the new term they're calling it. Virgin, you're a fucking virgin. Deal with it. Um, she's gotten caught up in the chat rooms, race playing, quote unquote. Uh, I thought personally it was race race fetish that's what it looked like to me when i saw it she says it wasn't i don't fucking know anytime you're if you're if you're having any type of intimacy with derogatory racial statements it's fucking race fetish to me anyways no matter which way you fucking chop it i could be drunk i don't give a fuck you're into clearly you're okay with that shit a drunk heart speaks as uh, a drunk heart speaks a sober mind okay like oh no what is it a drunk mind speaks a, stro- a sober heart so bitch you like that shit i don't miss me with that but anyways i have mixed feelings because it's like number one it goes back to we need to vet who the fuck we make famous. She's always been a weirdo ass bitch in my opinion. I never particularly gravitated to her. She got a bop or two. She her music's a vibe. Whatever. I gravitate to personality and her personality was definitely a weirdo ass bitch personality from the fucking jump. So I'm not surprised. She's a fucking weirdo. So I'm not gonna spend too much time being mad. But it's like, if we're so mad about her being the type of weirdo bitch she is, why did we make her famous? Why did we not look into her shit? And I don't know if this was a recent leak out or whatever, so maybe that'll explain it. I thought this was like something from back in the day that leaked out. 
But I mean, the same thing, the same, the same explanation can apply to other fucking situations. We need, especially the rat. We need to vet who the fuck we make famous because we're making with this with, and it's not completely our fault. It is what it is. Social media gives us accents to different people and people's talents and what people can do in the world. I'm not talking about that. What I'm, what I'm saying is like, before we really like put somebody up there and blow them the fuck up, we need to, at, for the culture, I'm speaking only for black culture, we need to really look at who we're making famous. Um, because there's no reason why we should really be having this conversation over Doja Cat. Like, we could have, any, if you, if maybe we looked into her shit just a little further, like, we would have caught this weirdo ass shit and then, you know, it fucking ignored it, or whoever the fuck caught it and ignored it, we should have put them on blast, like, when she first started blowing up with that dumbass moose song, I get it, it was a bop, but it was dumb, let's be real, um, where the fuck was the outrage when she, when she blew up from that, you know what I mean, so it's kind of like, I'm not about to waste my time getting mad at her when everybody put her fucking out there, you know what I mean? Like, without looking into this shit before. And I saw black women and other racial women bop into Doja Cat. I saw black people and other people bop into Doja Cat. So to be all mad at her now, it's kind of like, she did this song before she she blew up. So why am I going to waste my time being mad at her for that, number one? um we can vet the weirdos a little bit we should vet the weirdos a little bit more so that way we can know that this is somebody we should not be fucking with from the jump and we don't even have to backtrack and cancel and waste the energy on it um as i digress to bring it around so she got caught in these chat rooms or whatever and now everybody got their black women got their panties in a bunch black men got their panties in a bunch for different reasons you know black women just most black women to me just feel like she was just being disrespectful to black people in general whereas mostly what i've seen black men are getting mad because she was pandering to a white man I don't even give a fuck about that because as much as black men pander and fetish with other women miss me with that y'all niggas can be if that's what y'all niggas are mad any nigga that's mad about that can get the fuck out their feelings because niggas fetishize other women over black women all the fucking time and we have to take it with a grain of fucking salt and deal with the whole preference conversation so same thing applies to any cis that wants to get with a white or whatever different type of man whatever and even let them call her and even let her call let them call her a nigger because you want to know something you want to know why i'm really not mad about that bullshit is because donald glover made a whole fucking joke about busting a nut and coming to a white bitch calling him nigger okay so i really cannot get mad at doja cat I think she's weird, but I'm not going to go out of my way to fucking cancel her. Why? Because this is what people who are, this is what some people who are in interracial relationships are fetishized on. And, and that's a, and that's the reality of it. Okay. I'm, I don't knock kinks. So if your kink is getting called a nigger, by all means, let it be your kink. But don't just 
and which I, and I'll bet I don't really see people do just don't try to make it cute keep it in the bedroom so any nigga that's mad about doja cat calling a white boy a nigger and race playing and doing all that type of bullshit whatever okay tell that to the niggas that talk about how latino women are always better than black women over the dumbest shit and then come back to me with that conversation but but what i'm trying to bring it to the head is we so we're mad at her for doing all this with this white boy we didn't vet her and her weirdoness so now we gotta go back and cancel her which probably ain't gonna happen it never fucking handles happens you can't fucking just cancel people um we had all this happening right fuck i forgot my initial point with the doja cat thing oh that's what it is so that's just all the context to my point by the way i'm getting to a bigger point with all that doja cat shit that's just context so all that shit is happening so now we got now we got the whole interracial we got the whole mixed black person conversation starting now who's black who can we date who can we fuck who can we have babies with who this that and the third okay so i've seen on some platforms um you know i have a i follow very notable black feminist i don't want to say feminist black divine feminine energy youtubers um shout out to chrissy shout out to jules shout out to yanni those are shout out to Elo. i am Eloho. those are all great youtube channels for empowering black women and calling out the bullshit and bringing light to our personal self-worth and our divine feminine energy as black women those are great channels for that once again chrissy um jules i, I forget her whole youtube name I am Aloho and Real Talk with Yanni. Those are my, those are my round, Mount Rushmore of black, divine, feminine energy YouTubers. Um, very intelligent women, beautiful women. They make great points. I hope they hear my podcast one day. They inspired me. So, on, on, I won't say who because I don't want to bring too much attention and make it sound like I'm bashing because I'm not. I'm just, this is just conversation um you know on their platforms they're talking about the whole doja cat thing and then they're talking about black men versus black women now whenever i talk about men versus women black men versus women i'm gonna call it a mars versus venus conversation i just think it's more poetic and it makes it a little more of a lighter conversation than turning it into a niggas ain't shit bitches ain't shit conversation it's just mars versus venus okay mars versus venus uh masculine energy versus feminine energy balancing it out okay it's a thing it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing and we just gotta learn communication anyways so they're talking about it they're talking about the whole doja cat thing and so like i said earlier they're pointing out some of them are pointing out that you know black black women defend black men way more than black men defend black women and um 
you know, black men will defend themselves definitely more than black women. Like, because with the whole Doja Cat thing, um, what I tuned into from the viewpoint was because Blueface, another rapper, he, um, he, he dissed her on Instagram and all that and called her a weirdo ass bitch and all that shit. Water is wet. Anyways. <laughs> and so the, the YouTube episode was talking about how, you know, he's only defending her because she, I guess it's, it, it looks like she's caping for white men fetishizing white men over black women and that's why he got to say something but then he got he always fetishizing latino women and all that shit so it started turning into that conversation and i had to kind of cut it off because it's like this is not the time for a black man versus a black woman conversation and this is why i'm bringing doja cat into the conversation because of her situation now we have this type of argument going on when it really doesn't need to be happening right now right now we all need to be on cue with each other we cannot be arguing about black man black men versus black women it's not gonna go anywhere like i i personally don't like it i think it's i I honestly think it's ugly and i think it's ugly from both sides you know um i just tend to make a more I just tend to joke about it more on the women's side because of my reality, you know, because I date more black men, you know, of course, if I've dated a bunch of shitty black men, I'm gonna be like, niggas ain't shit. A white boy is probably better. That's just because of my experience. And I, and I only say it jokingly half the time. I, I truly don't mean it, but you got people, that, you got women that really do feel that way and vice versa we all hear you know men say we hear black men say it all the time i'm not even gonna go there because it triggers me um but it's like i i i think it's such an ugly conversation from both sides because it's just you just gotta remember your environment and your proximity and what you're actually looking for and your actions that are causing you to attract ain't shit people before you just go ahead and say it's all you know it's a generalization and i know that's an age-old cliche conversation but you know it is what it is um and i just feel like just to just to wrap this up you know i think it's an ugly conversation and I don't, and I think it's a conversation that does make a Black Lives Matter situation more harder to, to solve because we have that in the background. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm bringing Doja Cat into this because instead of, you know, instead of giving attention or having somebody that just ain't a weirdo who's just doing what they do making their music they're you know they're being cool or whatever you know it's kind of like as if it's kind of like if you were a parent you ain't gotta worry about your good child but you always gotta watch your fucking weirdo child because your weirdo child's gonna fucking do something crazy to hurt themselves it's the same thing right now i'm feeling with the doja cat thing it's just like bitch why would you let that out right now 
that's the last thing we fucking need right now and that's some weirdo and to, and to me i think it's all controlled i think motherfuckers be knowing shit gets leaked out it's 20 fucking 20 how the fuck do you not know where your fucking information is getting leaked out get the fuck out of here i believe you leaked that shit out to get promotion and shit like that or self-promo all news is public all news is all news is good news even bad news all publicity is good publicity so i i think that she let it leak out in purpose but um what do you call it um you know because she her dumbass wants to leak some dividing ass shit like this now we have a whole mars versus venus conversation because on the youtube platformers we know we start talking about they start talking about oh who black women are allowed to date black women dating outside black men dating outside all this other shit that's like super damaging to what we need to be focused on right now because it does tie into it it ties into unity and that whole conversation of who you date and who you marry and all that other shit and and it it, to me it does play a part in it and we can talk about that on a different day on a different podcast episode but for right now i'm just gonna keep it short and simple it's kind of like it it does matter but it it matters in a way of situations like this because it matters because depending on who you're fucking is going to determine how much support you can get behind a black lives matter support like and i'm sure she i'm sure she has her own grievances with this side of the culture being because she's half black and all that and that's another part of the conversation that we don't have time for but you know instead of just dropping music expressing however you're feeling through your music you want to let this trash leak out and now we have this whole dividing conversation that's like making the whole making things way more difficult than it fucking has to be so it all comes together in my opinion you know we gotta vet who we make famous because and we gotta vet who's really about our culture and who you know who we really gonna bop to in our culture and everything because it 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 plays it 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 shapes a lot and you know no shade to doja like i said she got some bops even the rat got a whole album that i fucking like i ain't going front his second album was fucking flames like fire like definitely awesome features awesome production all that good luck trying to get anybody to work for you now nigga but you know i'm not if it really is about your talent make it about your talent don't do polarizing shit because we already got enough shit to deal with out here okay we gotta worry about motherfuckers that are supposed to be protecting and serving treating us right regardless of this bitch getting called a nigger on a fucking chat room like it's polarizing so it's kind of like you know let's really talk let's really think about what we're going to talk about and what we're going to bring to the light and what we're going to make famous if we want to cancel you and we got to remember that when we try to cancel somebody talking about it yes it brings definite awareness to the situation but it also gives you that it gives them that publicity because it doesn't make sense how much fucking doja cat is popping up on my feed if we were supposed to be counseling her same thing with the rat so 
it's just kind of like it all ties in together of what we're making famous or infamous um we need to vet who we make famous because so that we don't have to worry about backtracking and letting it get in the way of real conversations and i just feel like for and and normally with the whole doja cat thing i i wouldn't feel this way but because it's happening with the Ahmad Arbery thing and then the George, the George Floyd situation, because um, this definitely happened when the Ahmad Arbery situation, while it's happening, that happened when this Doja Cat thing happened after that. So she pulled this shit, or she's making this a talking point in between these situations that we're, as a community, that we are trying to focus on and bring to light of she's gonna do some polarizing ass shit like that and now here we are about to fight each other black men versus black women thing and it's and it's not what i'm here for and i really feel icky about it my one of my uncles came in today to buy some stuff and he was like that's your new favorite word is icky and i'm like yeah because sometimes you can't pinpoint on what the fuck is disgusting and making you sick and is putting a bad taste in your senses whatever senses it is so i just like to say it's icky it makes me feel icky because it's not that bad but it it rubs me the wrong way and i feel like this whole stunt that she did with this chat room and having to address all of this it's it's a very it's a very um vain thing because you could have swept definitely swept this under the rug a lot quieter or you could have just never let it get out and i believe you fucking can politicians don't let shit get out all the fucking time so you mean to tell me all these fucking celebrities ain't got no control like that we they just oops it just got out get the fuck out of here no so you know i feel like doja cat she i'm giving her a side eye because not because of the actual situation i'm more or less giving her side eye because she's bringing the wrong type of attention to herself as a half black woman and she's bringing unnecessary attention as a half black woman and right now it's just not what we need so the moral of the story is even lesser degrees of situations not so political degrees of situations maybe just politically correct situations do play into actual political situations who we give attention to who we let influence our outlooks or who we let influence us influences us us i don't know how to say that it it, it it plays a part in it and i really do think that we need just to be a little more aware of it and you know we need to really acknowledge on you know we maybe maybe we should start looking at what the different parts of the problem is you know that's what i try to do i try to think about how things are i whenever same things happen i try not to be crazy and have the same reaction getting a different um a different uh, having the same reaction and trying to get something different out of it i'm trying not to be crazy like that so i try to think of different 
explanations think of different questions to ask the situation so like you know instead of getting mad at doja cat for just being disrespectful to the culture by calling white boy a nigger and all that shit in terms of fetish you know i'm asking why does this make me mad it makes me mad because it's polarizing black men versus black women the rat why am i mad at the rat for snitching on gangbangers and niggas that do grimy shit i'm mad because snitching leads to people getting abused by the police snitching leads to police being in your business being in people's business that they don't have no business being in and i just mean this on an average day i'm not talking about his particular situation because that's a whole mess in itself okay i'm talking about the barbecue beckys the costco karens all of them bitches who snitch on people minding their own fucking business and get the police involved, hoping, doing it on purpose, hoping that the police do something about it. Whether it's fatally or they want the satisfaction of seeing a black person in handcuffs. So that's why I ask, that's why I asked the questions that I asked the way I did. Um, I might tune in later. My bonus episodes, I'm going to call them spare change. So this was my... T- um two cents i think my podcast days are going to be thursdays because that's the only day where i really will have some privacy um and i could just speak my mind because the last podcast i probably sounded like um i just woke up or i sounded like maybe a coming of age little boy but i was just trying to keep my voice down so people in my house won't be all up in the space and thinking that i'm fucking crazy talking to myself so um i think thursdays i'm gonna make it my podcast day and you know comment like subscribe give me topics to talk about um i'm trying to get some of i'm gonna try to catch my friends when i can catch them to get their two cents on some things and we can have a pocket full of change um you know sometimes i'll do a um i don't know if i'll do a pot two two shows in a day or whatever we're all figuring this out around here um so everybody stay safe black lives matter black people stay together black men black women we gotta stick together we gotta keep everything you got we gotta stick together we all we got and i'll talk to you guys another day and stay classy los angeles